So, you know, I'm so much into true crime. I'm truly obsessed. I think I pretty much know everything about all the serial killers all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, if somebody looks at my Google history, they'll be like, oh my God, this person is crazy because I've Googled everything about them. So, yeah, I am obsessed with true crime. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is your first host, Flo. I love suspense and thriller movies. I actually take pride in solving them like in within 30 minutes of the movie and so you can say I really enjoy them because I'm so busy solving the crime and solving the suspense and 9 out of 10 times I get it right. And that ladies and gentlemen is your second host Tanvi. A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. Hello and welcome to the Moviewala podcast. Today we are talking about Goop. This movie released in 1997 and it's directed by Rajiv Rai. produced by Gulshan Rai and Rajiv Rai the movie stars Bobby Diol Manisha Koirala and Kajol and the prime minister of india in 1997 there were two prime ministers devagoda and then ik gujarat indian politics are so complicated if somebody is like how do they have two prime ministers every other year <laughs> Right. Okay. It also had a lot of character actors. The list is really long, but I'll just name the three most popular one: Parish Rawal, Raj Bhavar, and Ompuri. And it also had Sada Shivamrapurkar and few other people. It is a murder mystery with a plot of. love triangle and bobby deol and kajol and manisha gorala are playing the love triangle bobby deol's stepfather gets murdered and bobby deol gets convicted for it but he hasn't done it and he gets uh, imprisoned for 14 years and somehow he has to prove himself uh, innocent and the movie rotates around that plot so back when in 1997 this movie had come out i remember being blown away by this movie <laughs> and now i'm judging my own self like what the hell was wrong with me <laughs> and this is coming straight after 100 days and flo was like going on that how she's missing the 80s and 90s and i was just like okay i knew this is going to happen and i was so not looking forward to it but i was just like okay let flo reach her own conclusion yeah okay so the thing with me was with gupt we have a soft corner for anything 90s right so for me gupt was like oh, i was excited because i was like how bad can it be you know because i remember liking the movie and i think now when i actually psychoanalyze myself i'm thinking i mainly like gupt it was just an idea in my head that i kind of remembered that the ending was good you know like the twist was good and that is all i remember <laughs> <laughs> and the songs were obviously really good. So and now I'm just analyzing myself, and I'm like, oh my god! So I think it was just the idea of Gup that I liked. <laughs> and this is your suggestion because this is the movie that you we had to replace. We had another movie on the list, and I'm sure it, that would have been as bad. I'm hundred percent sure that other movie is as bad as this one. It's just an idea I have of that movie in my head, which I'm sure will be shattered when we watch it. But right now, the spotlight is on you because this is your pick. <laughs> uh, can we unrecord and go back <laughs> and just skip the ninth movie? <laughs> no, we can't. 
But I feel like this has been such a revelation in terms of, you know, that you have an idea about a movie and some movies live up to it, like Mene Pyar Kya and DDLJ and Monsoon Wedding and all of these movies which we literally grew up on and they have aged well and we are still in love with them and they made us feel more than they had made us feel back then. Like they have like really, you know, we are still in uh, weak in our knees or emotional or whatnot. But then there are movies like Swarg and this and uh, which was that one? Kuch Kuch Hota Hai and 100 Days, which kind of made us like doubt ourselves. Like, you know, I'm like, I was, I even when we watched 100 Days and I had like really good memories of it. And I was like, oh my God, who was I? Like, what was wrong? Clearly my brain was like a size of a peanut back then because I clearly didn't fathom anything else, you know, that that movie was showing. And same as with this movie. I think we were kind of innocent and less aware of things around. So I think we just, uh, we were very gracious enough to just pick on the main things. And we were like, yeah, the story is actually good. (laughs) I don't know if any teenagers listen to our podcast, but if they do, don't be so sure about your opinions right now because they can very much change. And as you grow older, and this is coming from a, you know, person who doesn't think she's an adult still. So going back to the movie, the movie starts with Kajol and Bobby Deol and Manisha Karala meeting at their college. And this meeting is so awkward and so weird. Absurd. It's like this is supposed to be their meet cute. And it's not at all cute from any angle whatsoever. So um, Kajol is like she joins Bobby Deol's college. They're childhood friends and then she goes to boarding school. Now she's come back. She joins his college. And then it's been a month And then she doesn't tell him and they end up meeting on the stairs and then she's like, oh, remember me? And he's like, who and what not? Their awkward conversation. And then she's like, and then he asks her, why didn't you tell me before? She's like, I wanted to surprise you. I was like, what kind of surprise is this? Like, it's the whole idea of surprise in this movie was very bizarre. Like, there are surprise engagements. It's like a surprise birthday. But here you're actually going there to a party and then your stepdad is kind of like getting you engaged to this other woman that you just met or something like that. I'm like, surprise engagement? Like, when does that happen? What is that? And even like towards the end, Manisha Kurala takes her dad somewhere and her dad is asking, where are you taking me? And she's like, it's a surprise. And she takes him to like a loading dock or something. And I'm like, Rajiv Rai really didn't understand the concept of surprise. I think... He was kind of like, he didn't understand the meaning of the word surprise because this is not surprise. (laughs) He wanted to probably say, I was trying to kind of take you by, I mean, you know, I don't know, something else. Like he didn't know the meaning of surprise. This is, this is a shock, not a surprise. I agree exactly. This is not a surprise. The wrong choice of words. And they have like the the parents of this girl, Manisha Kerala, have come to Bobby Deol's house and they fixed up the engagement. And Bobby Deol's parents have just assumed that Bobby Deol loves her. Like they haven't even communicated. I'm like, guys, there's something called like going and asking your son. No communication. They've just decided that yes, this these guys are saying the truth that this girl is having an affair with our son and let's just get them engaged. There is no communication. And they have a ring for her. They didn't even ask him, like, are you okay with this ring for your fiancé? Or like, like, what? Which kind of a, what kind of a world is this? Like, yeah. This is just 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> and then coming back to your meet cute, right? After they meet in college and the very day, very night, the same night, Kajol calls him up. <laughs> And then that's another bizarre thing. So she calls him up and she's like, what, this is me or whatever. And then she says, I hope you come in my dreams today. And literally, 
the next scene is there's a dream sequence <laughs> this is dream song sequence where they are in europe <laughs> and they're singing the song all three of them uh, all three of them love triangle happening in the dream sequence and it's a given that they are actually seeing each other that's it like they meet and then she gives a call and it's done <laughs> i know but you know it wasn't ever established that Bobby Deol has feelings for her, so they meet at the college. It's like okay, childhood friends kind of re re uh, getting introduced to each other. And he's happy to see her, and that's about it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're like already assuming they both are like in a relationship already. Like there's not no conversation, no nothing. Same same evening, and this another is like Manisha Koirala gives him like a prank call, which doesn't happen nowadays. By the way, another thing, there are no landlines, so nobody can give you like blank calls, right? Like remember blank calls. When somebody would call you and you'd know that this call is for me. <laughs> yes, yeah, but your dad or your brother <laughs> would pick, pick it up, but you know. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Man, those are the days. <laughs> and Manisha Kurala does that, and then she's already in love with him through that phone call, and this happens. So I realized. Uh, so that uh, that song was uh, "Mere Khwabo Me" or whatever, whatever. And they have very nicely differentiated, like the in the dream. All the uh, singing and dancing happening with Kajol is happening at a hill station, Europe or somewhere, and all the singing and dancing happening with Manisha Koirala is in a desert. So uh, Kajol is wearing all winter wear, like beanie cap and coats and stuff, and Manisha Koirala is all in like chiffon flowing outfits. Did they actually put in that thought, or am I just <laughs> kind of giving a? No, you have a great point uh, because you know, like I was saying, the there's a twist in this movie, which is actually what I remember, right? But then now that you know that. twist and you're watching the movie you kind of see that they the director is trying trying to kind of throw you off by the way he's presenting Kajol and Manisha Koirala and I, we can't really again talk about it much even though i think the ending of the movie is such a huge part of hindi like pop culture right but like should we say it i don't know i think people might have seen it mm, i think a lot of people might not have okay so you know so you have a good point about how the director presented you know these two women and kind of like manipulated us into thinking that oh, yeah kind of song that both of them were in yeah <laughs> so uh, talking of women uh, from women going to fashion what did you think fashion again this kajal reminded me so much of dilwale kajal mm-hmm. no she even before body positivity was a thing i think kajal kind of nailed, nailed that whole thing about this is my body and this is how i look and i may not be the tall skinny model but i'm comfortable in wearing whatever i want and she does wear a lot of like really short skirts and everything she just carries it off so i feel like this was the same kajal from ddlj who was just comfortable with her you know clothes and everything uh, so kajol yeah and manisha koirala i don't know it was just tacky like she had a she had some lens like blue blue lens in her eyes all the time and then her hair was like some weird like not even like a good brown <laughs> uh, so yeah manisha koirala was just all kinds of tacky you know even in her uh, clothing you know? yeah yeah i agree what do you think i like kajol like i think there was no consistency in their wardrobe like there wasn't like oh this is like kajol's sense of style like now it's very clear right when an actress has a sense of style whatever for that character they kind of see it through throughout the movie she has the wardrobe which kind of is in sync with that i felt that concept hadn't yet arrived or wasn't uh, applied in this movie so kajol doesn't have a consistent wardrobe neither does manisha koirala they don't have a consistent wardrobe but when kajol is wearing cute outfits there are like few outfits that jumped out at me and she was looking really good in them they were mostly in songs so i felt like hair and there some of the styling was really good and i felt like and coming to bo- body positivity i felt like i don't know why would it be 
feel like she was I felt like she was pretty skinny I didn't feel like she wasn't skinny enough if I was to say something about body positivity I would actually say that about Manisha Kerala because she was on a little bigger side so to say like I don't mean that in any form of judgment but I felt like she was little like you know she had you know in today's language curves or whatever you want to call that she wasn't like with Kajol I always feel like you know her body is not like the typical body like she's short really short and you know she has like like her her legs are not like the sexy long legs that you know the 70s women had uh, so I feel like her body is not like the typical yeah I, I mean I, I I agree with you I feel like in in 90s that is how her body was seen because she was among like you know she uh, she was there when Karishma was there and Shilpa Shetty was there and all of those people were way more skinnier than her so in comparison she probably didn't look as skinny but when I was watching her today or whenever I'm watching her movies now I do not think like that she wasn't skinny like if I were to see her today because today we see Swara Bhaskar Huma Qureshi all of these people so you know now Bhumi or whoever so I think our concept of skinny has broadened in the sense like what I'm trying to say is like Kajol didn't stand out like I was actually thinking like oh she's pretty skinny like she looks skinny who didn't look skinny to me was actually Manisha Kerala and her wardrobe wasn't flattering enough like I felt like her the person who styled Manisha Kerala didn't do justice to her she kind of dressed her in clothes which was unflattering yeah, it came out as tacky because it was fitting her in the wrong areas. But neck up, I thought Manisha's makeup was beautiful because her close-ups yeah. were stunning. And I, I didn't like, it didn't, the uh, the lenses didn't matter to me. I felt like had it not been consistent, I would have been like, why is she suddenly has light eyes and suddenly don't have? But if as a character, she has light eyes, then that's the character, right? And also one more thing about wardrobe, like which is very typical of 90s and 80s, where uh, when whenever there's like a serious scene or something, you know, uh, the the clothes of the heroine would change to Indian. <laughs> yes. Like even the court scenes, Kajol was always wearing this, you know, Indian clothes, salwar, salwar kameez, and then her hair was always tied up like a good Indian girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that was like a trend again of 90s. So this movie was very 90s. It had all the cliches and I think the editing, one of the worst things about the movie was the editing because the scene I'm talking about is when Manisha Kerala goes to the prison to meet Bobby Deol. So over here, she's gone to meet Bobby Deol and, you know, said, say that I'm thinking of you, blah, blah. And suddenly, the scene cuts to Kajol crying by the balcony and her father consoling her and that's it. The scene is cut again. Like, they just had to show that, oh, Manisha likes him but Kajol is also missing him somewhere. Like, so far away. And all the scenes in the prison where Bobby Deol is like trying to find a way to get out of the prison and how to, you know, this is one thing which was in 90s, right? They had to spell it out. Like everything has to be spoken. Like there's no acting. So Bobby is actually not doing any acting. All he's doing is narrating the dialogues to us. When people watch, they'll know what exactly what I mean. But yeah, everything, whatever he's thinking and whatever has to be said and in the middle there was this you know he's obviously put in prison and you know he he plans his escape for the for at least like a good 20 to 25 minutes it was like it was neither here nor there in, in the sense you know it was a suspense movie but then now it became like a prison movie it was almost like a inspiration from Shawshank Redemption or something you know I was like, where is this going? It was all over the place. That's again very 90s, I think, right? Yeah, like how I said, they had like a lot of character actors in this movie. So I think they stuffed everyone together. And they didn't spend any time in building the character. So like he's in the prison and this guy is helping him get out of the prison. But they don't show any uh, relationship building between them. They don't show why this guy is invested in this person. Like why is he chosen to help him? You know, there's no, no character, 
nothing. For it's like the most basic way of storytelling for a two-year-old. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. You watch it like if I tell you the story, you've basically seen this movie. Like you know, when sometimes you have to say like, "Oh no, you have to watch the movie." Like when we when we're talking about Mera Saya or Wo Konthi, we're telling people you have to watch the movie because a lot of things were just said by the actor and actress's eyes. There were no dialogues. Or when we talked about Kanun, that you know, they're like good five five minute scenes where nobody's speaking. So. When nobody is speaking, we can't even narrate that scene because you have to see the scene to see the movie go forward. Over here, you don't have to see the scene. If I tell you the story, it's as good as seeing the movie. Yeah, and I was just imagining. I mean, Manisha Koirala. I think she's. I personally, I think she's one of you know the better actors from nineties. Really good actress, and this was ninety seven, right? So I'm pretty sure she was like in her height of her success. Yeah, this is when Dilse came out. Exactly, and she had just done Kamushi. Which is amazing, and then uh, I think Bombay also she had just done with Mani Ratnam and Agni Sakshi. Yeah, those are the kind of movies she had done, and then she did this movie, and then the way they had portrayed her. But I think it's not the actress's fault. I mean, even Kajol, I felt was over the top, and I've said this before. Like, I think she's a tad bit overrated. As much as much as I like her as a performer, I do not think her performances have been earth shattering. It's not like I would like I would bow down to Shabana Azmi. I would bow down to Smita Patel. And I would like. I would not bow down to Kajol. I'll be like, okay, fine, you've done. But her, a lot of her performances have been over the top, and I'm like, okay, dude, chill out. Like, you know, calm down. In kabi khushi, kabi gham. Have I told you that's one of the reasons I have not watched the entire movie because every time I get to that scene, I'm like, oh my god, woman, shut up, and I literally. <laughs> Like stop watching the movie. So just fast forward that movie and start watching once Poo comes because those are the favorite. Even yesterday I was like talking to my husband and talking about Poo and I was like Kajol, not Kajol. Karina has done some of the best characters. Like one to Geet, like Geet from uh, Jab uh, Jab We Met, and then Kabi Kushi Kabi Gham se Poo. She's got these iconic lines from these iconic movies. It's like me, my favorite who, or is it like ye kaun hai? Just ne murke mujhe nahi dekha. And I'm like. You know you need, and you can tell Karishma has that. Uh, Karishma, I'm saying Karina has that conviction. She's like, she, you can tell that she believes it. <laughs> she believes it. That how can somebody not look at me? <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to do that. I need to you need to forward it. Kajol part out and Shahrukh's part out, and just watch at Hrithik and Karishma. Ah, uh, Karina, God, what is wrong with me, <laughs> Karina? <laughs> Okay, back to Gupt. I think it is like not uh, the actress's fault over here. I think it is Rajiv Rai, Rai because he's known to make thrillers and uh, murder mysteries and action movies. Like his all his movies, like Tridev, Mohara. He was good at it for those times. So like b- when this movie had come out, clearly people were making worse movies than this. Like hands down, Hundred Days is worse than this, right? But I think this movie did well because this was. Still bad. So imagine how bad movies were coming. That this was a, one of the better movies. The twist in the end felt something we had never seen. Today it's jarring. So basically, this movie hasn't aged well. But from nineteen ninety seven, this was a step forward. So imagine how b- <laughs> we were way behind, way behind, even like sixties and seventies. Yeah. yeah, like you would give it benefit for the fact that it took us forward, not forward enough. To watch it again in two thousand eighteen, but forward enough for two thousand. Uh, 
1997. We were talking about characterization and you know, you don't feel for any character. I think that was how it was. You know, you don't really feel for anyone. You don't feel for their love. It's just not there. And everything is like, I don't know, the whole, uh, the twist in the end was kind of like, as I mentioned before, I think it was like, it had a lot to do with stereotype. You know, the kind of stereotype idea we have of people and you know, that. so that was the only thing he did and that is why it hasn't aged well because right now it's like, oh my God, why would you think that this would be that you know she's a bad woman or a good woman yeah but okay uh, some things that didn't make sense is like okay you know in the when Bobby Deol gets convicted he says he says bye to Kajol first you know when he's leaving the court and then he meets Manisha outside just before the police is about to put him in the van and he, he gives that locket he finds at the murder scene which is like his last resort to finding the real murderer to Manisha not to Kajol because he could have done that there but he chose chooses to do it with Manisha he does not know Manisha he's had zero relationship or communication or friendship with her so I'm like why are you choosing to give it to her versus your childhood friend slash lover who you would trust more and then he continues to rely on Manisha for everything and of course Manisha is in love with him so her actions are justified that she's like madly in love with him and she's doing it to win him over she's hoping that once you know all of this is over he will see her love for him so her motivations are clear but he is clearly using her overall as well like I found the movie to be very classist you know how they continuously refer that just because Kajol's father works for Bobby Deol's father and he works as a secretary it's not like he's a peon or a guard and even if he was that there's nothing wrong with it but he's even by Indian classist standards he's a white collar worker and if your son chooses to be in love with his daughter it's not anybody else's fault but in uh, but even Kajol is classist remember when he call, she calls Bobby Deol and she says have I got the right number and then he's like yeah who are you she's like who the hell are you to ask me who I am put your boss on call I'm like what is this way to talk like why would you talk to somebody he's like because she thinks she's talking to a house help or something so she talks so badly rudely to him I was like Okay, she's like, she's classes towards the lower class. They are classes towards him. Uh, yeah, so glad that at least the songs held up. And I loved all the songs and I was humming along. And yeah, it was good. It was good old 90s songs. <laughs> yeah, and Viju Shah, I think even for today, those songs seems ahead of their time. They are in sync with what Amit Trivedi does today. Or, you know, any of these new mu- music composers. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, this could be current soundtrack so like how we are like always nostalgic for old music and all of that this is not old music but you know not to say that all music has to be like from the 60s and 70s this is a good example of how ddlj's music lived up this is like completely different uh treatment different sound but it lives up and it's still ahead of its time and i was loving it and i even like sending songs to my husband i was like oh i love this song (laughs) (laughs) the songs really lived up and i like that you know like the solo songs of uh because it's a love triangle so there are some songs where you know two women and bobby diol are there and then there are some songs where it's just bobby diol and one woman like it was different because for kajol's sound it would be like a very nice sweet romantic number and with manisha koirala it would be like the sexy sitting you know yeah and yeah they were really good i forgot the soundtrack the last one i forget the song but i was loving manisha koirala's expressions because she has come to like uh meet bobby deol and she sees bobby deol is romancing kajol and her expression like when kajol is singing like oh you're my love you're this you're that manisha koirala is eye rolling (laughs) 
It's not she's eye-rolling. And I was like, I love it. I live for these expressions. I love it. She's eye-rolling and she's just like, yeah. Like her, like if her expressions could be verbalized, they would be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my exact expression. When uh, when I see a couple PDAing over on uh, Facebook, oh my God, I'm like, oh, get a room. <laughs> was that your expression when I was sending songs to my husband? <laughs> no, because I knew the context, thankfully. I was like, okay, she's... Because he had just texted saying that, oh my God, I love this song. So I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, just specifically to people on Facebook because they are like special kind of people. <laughs> yeah, usually mine are more like just an emoji and the song. There's no words. <laughs> I do not like it. Yeah. So um, there was a self-reference in this movie. Like there's this one scene where Sadashiv Amrapurkar has gone to Ompuri to ask him to investigate this case. And Ompuri is in the bar and drinking. And Mohara's soundtrack is going on in the background. Yes. And Mohara is Rajiv Rai's movie and Viju Shah's song. And I was like, yay, I love Mohara. <laughs> and I love it when, when it happens. When they're like referencing to, you know, their own movie or, you know, one of their movies that I like. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I actually would want to go back and see Mohara as well. Like, does it live up to its... Uh... And I love the soundtrack of Mohara. And I love Tip Tip Barsa Pani. <laughs> it's like the sexiest rain song after Sri Devi's rain song. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so we've spoken about music, fashion scenes, acting. Do we have anything to say about acting? I think we covered the acting. Bobby Diol was just literally saying things and not acting. Oh my god. And even his expressions in the songs, they are so mechanical. Like he seems, he is, it's taking a lot of effort from him. Like he's doing some kind of like martial arts. (laughs) He's like so mechanical. That's the Diol family's (laughs) genetics. Seriously. Oh yeah. He can't act. I'm sorry. I mean, I know he wants to come back and he wants to get, do more work. But I can't recall a movie where I liked his performance. Like, so that is that. And uh, I liked the Om Puri though. You know, whatever material he was given, he did a lot with it. And that goes to completely Om Puri because clearly nobody else did anything with their material. <laughs> so the fact that Om Puri was able to make me laugh. <laughs> and I, I like when, you know, he come to investigate in Manisha Kerala's room. And Manisha Kerala has just gotten up and she's full-fledged makeup and wearing this floral nighty <laughs> and everything. She's got eyeshadow in it. And she's like giving really like she's acting very sassy with the police officer, right? She's come and he's like, uh, how did you get sand in your carpet? She's like, it was very windy. It must have come in. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of answer yeah. is that? Anyway, so he's like going into the shower to check if somebody's there. And she's like, you can't go in. I'm going to take a shower. He's like, no, no, I want to see what soap you use. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw that scene, I was thinking, I was trying to think if in 97, Manisha Kurela was part of the Lux ad. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember seeing. No, right? Yeah, because the line seemed very familiar to, you know, what they use in Lux ads. I, was like, oh. I think this was probably like uh, kind of referencing to that because like, you know, what what is the secret to your beauty? But I felt, uh, yeah, which was like only Ompuri could like make it funny. Otherwise, anybody else would be like, I would be like cringeworthy, right? Like what kind of cheap? He's like, no, he literally pushes her away and he's like, I have to see your beauty. 
because it was him i wasn't mad at all <laughs> he just made it work and he made a couple of other references like that and he's like i, I like that when uh, somebody's like telling him like i'll get you suspended and then he's like oh don't worry half the time i stay suspended only you know i i get to work very little so yeah i think uh, he was the only person who made me laugh a mm. little bit everybody else was like too on the nose or very cringe worthy all right so would you recommend people to go watch this movie oh my gosh i know i would <laughs> sure i would just say um you know message us on instagram we will send you the synopsis of the story uh, but watch all the songs listen to all the songs because the songs are amazing So that is my uh, giveaway. I would ask people to watch the movie just to get what we are saying. Like just like maybe listen to our episode and watch the movie and then laugh laugh about it with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it's yeah. But I wouldn't say like oh my god the suspense is so good that you should watch it. You if you're too curious to know the suspense we can tell you the suspense just DM us. Uh, but uh, it's not a movie that will rock your world or anything but yes you can watch it to know how bad hindi movies used to be yeah exactly especially when it comes to the, like these kind of specific genres you know it was it was really bad 80s and 90s but i still think hindi movies were really good when it came to like love stories <laughs> Yeah and that's why we are referring to different decades and creating different seasons for different genres because different times did different things for everything and you know I still stand by David Dhawan movies as cheap as sexist as misogynist and as backward they were they did make me laugh in bits and pieces I still remember laughing rolling over laughing at hat kar di aapne <laughs> yeah right yeah i feel like of course I, you know the way i see it is like of course the world needs to change like i think india's sense of humor needs to change and they need to see that women are not part of all these jokes and you can't make these sexual innuendos as jokes which they keep doing or swear using your mother and sister's names and make it a joke i feel like that has to change but Still, it hasn't changed. I mean, I need to find a middle ground to be able to laugh at the society which we currently live in. You know, I can't not laugh at what is there, even knowingly aware of. You know, as long as you are aware of the wrong in the society, it's okay to laugh with where where you are right now. I think I think that's a very uh, I don't know. It's a fine balance, right? And it's kind of hard to find that balance, and that's why people are just staying away from it. You know, but yeah, I wish somebody would take it up and uh, do something where you can still laugh at what's happening in the society, but not be as not be an arse. <laughs> yeah, I think, but it's like. I think the movies are growing as we are growing like you know we ourselves are such good examples because we were clearly enjoying these movies and we would have not picked any of this back then and so wouldn't have anybody who was older than us because I feel even they were not there mentally right like only few of them would have been but most majority of people weren't there so I feel as we change you know our movies will change but we can still be entertained by what we have right yeah otherwise life will get very miserable on that note we are done with nine episodes oh my god wow thank you for listening as always we appreciate all your feedback and all your love on social media please continue to shower it more with um, shower us more with it we are on instagram at moviewala podcast and on twitter at moviewala pod we will see you guys with our final episode next tuesday stay tuned and bye bye